Do you mind just starting off by introducing yourself? My name is John Doe. All right. Not, you might be with the DNR, so. No. My name is John Doe. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, John. Um, how long have you been fishing? About 15 years. 15 years. So how did you get into fishing? Is that like a family tradition? Well, change, you know, and I went with a friend. We were interested in learning more about the diverse communities across Wisconsin and their relationships to fishing. So we went to talk to some anglers fishing in Lake Monona here in Madison. Are you from um, like this area? Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Yeah. So what made you, what brought you to Madison to fish? Is it just the fish. environment? The fish. Oh, fish. I see. You know, Madison is a good place to fish, you know. Uh, plentiful. There's different places you can fish at here. So here in Madison, we have four lakes that draw people to boat and fish. And the Monona Terrace is an event center that's right on Lake Monona. It's right on a bike path, so when I take the bike path, I see people fishing there all the time. So we went there to talk to some people. I remember thinking I should have brought gloves. It was a little chilly that day, a little bit windy, but nothing too crazy. But I just remember a row of like men just fishing. And I was really not expecting anybody because I was like, it's it's kind of late, it's, it's a weekday, and it's a little cold. But I guess that's the best time to fish when it's, you know, a little more chilly. But yeah, there was a row of men and we, we were kind of nervous, but we went up and we asked them a couple questions and they were all really friendly. I was nervous too. It was our first like real field trip for the podcast, like real time going out and talking to people. All right, John, um, how long have you been fishing? About 15 years. 15 years. So how did you get into fishing? Is that like a family tradition? Well, change, you know, and I went with a friend of mine. He, you know, told me I should try it. I wasn't really interested. How come? But I tried it and I like, you know, being a, a guy from the inner city area, you know, mm. it, it wasn't appealing to me for whatever reason. I never tried it, you know, but then once I tried it and I began to catch, it got different. So the next year I went out and I brought a boat. You know, it's the love of it. You know, the challenge, mm -hmm. the being outdoors, the peace that comes with it. Do you fish in Milwaukee then? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you got Lake Michigan and that's bigger than this. So it's so much water and land. You know, you don't know where the fish is. You actually have to find fish. Mm. Most people that fish uh, in Lake Michigan, in Milwaukee, they got big boats, big yachts, and they're out there. Could you talk about fishing in the black community? Um, just like Always, me and my fishing buddies. You know, we, we're, we basically be having fun with ourselves, but we be hitting on to the other guys and people in the community. That's how fishing is. You know, everybody's not gonna do it. I got tangled up. This is the downside. <laughs> this is the downside too, when you tangle in your own. So it wasn't just John Doe who had traveled from Milwaukee to fish in Madison. All five of the people we had talked to had done the same thing. We met cousins Lamont and George, and we asked them why they came to Madison to fish. So, and here is lights because you got different lakes. So you got Monona, you got Mendota, you got Stoughton, you got a lot of lakes. You got Lodi, the Wisconsin River, but it's, like you said, it's relaxation. Do you make friends with the other people who fish or do you just all do your own thing? Definitely got to make friends when you're out fishing because, you know, that's, that's what we're lacking right now. You know, we can't agree to disagree right now. 
So I think with fishermen, regardless of what party you belong to or who you vote for, that doesn't matter with fishermen or what race you are. Once we gotta strike up a conversation, we'll get into somewhere to, we'll talk about something and wind up, we have a more in common than we do, you know, with each other, with our fishing experiences. Ideally. Ideally, yeah. Hey, my cousin, you want to interview him? Yeah. He's a retired police officer. Well, have anything to add to the questions that we asked? No, but there's a lot. I'm in a fish club, so we're a black fish club. We're one only Midwest property hunters. I'm not from Milwaukee, but uh, oh, nice. so I, I we did a fish camp. We were doing one for the winter, and then we did one this summer in McGovern Park in Milwaukee for the kids. So immediately we wanted to hear more about the Midwest crappie hunters. Is yeah. it just learn to fish? Teaching the kids how to tie hooks, how to fish, how to fillet. So we teach them. This, this year, we're, yeah, look, uh, our website is Midwest Crappie Hunters. In this episode, we learned to fish in Milwaukee and talked to the club president, Darian Perry, about teaching kids on Milwaukee's north side to fish. From Wisconsin Sea Grant, I'm Hallie. And I'm Bonnie. And you're listening to The Water We Swim In, stories about the Great Lakes and the people working towards equity. Wisconsin Sea Grant is based at UW-Madison, which occupies the traditional land of the Ho-Chunk people. The stories on this podcast span the area we now know as Wisconsin, where the lands and waters are cared for by the 12 Native nations that call Wisconsin home. Darian Perry most often goes fishing at night. I think crappie has become a favorite fish of mine as well because it works with my schedule, my work schedule. <laughs> um, I work, you know, all during the day. And then, um, so when I'm done working six o'clock in the evening, seven o'clock, that's a perfect time to get the boat ready and go out to go fishing. So we'll fish from seven, eight o'clock at night until the wee hours of the morning. And, um, and that's predominantly when we catch all of our crappies is at night. For a typical night of fishing, Darian might drive out to Pewaukee Lake, 30 minutes or so west of Milwaukee. The east side of the lake has a really nice beach lined with ice cream shops and restaurants. When we're out there fishing, um, you know, when the sun is setting, it's getting dark, you know, looking at all the buildings and the, the different places that's lit up and just, you know, being out there, it's, it's a really, really beautiful scenery. Um, uh, even the houses surrounding the lake, everybody has, you know, manicured grass. They have nice rocks or different landscaping features. And um, it's, it's just, is a really um, beautiful, humbling place to be. Um, uh, so as we said before, Darian Perry is the president of Midwest Crappie Hunters. Midwest Crappie Hunters is a nonprofit organization that we created back in uh, 2019. And it's it was created by avid fishermen and uh, we established this club to go after uh, fishing clinics for the kids. What is now an organization was once just a couple of people that had gotten together, men and women. We would go to fishing at different destinations and um, just over the years of organizing fishing trips and um, even events, barbecues and different things of that nature, uh, we always kept in touch. So we decided to turn that into an actual organization. 
They had a great time fishing and wanted others to experience it with them. There's a need to help uh, the, the kids in, in, in our city. Uh, they give them something to do and fishing is always something that's been very um, therapeutic for kids. My parents, uh, uncle and my grandpa, different family members always took me fishing and I was I was hooked on it immediately as a kid. So when I was able to drive on my own and instead of uh, going to Great America and doing things that typical teenagers and young adults would do, I was always headed to the bank to go fishing. So it's something that's always stuck with me throughout my entire life. So when you first heard Midwest Crappie Hunters, did you know what that club would be about? Like, did you know what crappies were? I didn't really know what crappies were or crappie hunters were. I kind of like assumed it might have been like maybe deer hunting or some type of other hunting group. I guess I knew, I just knew they were a fish, um, but Midwest crappie hunters does sound kind of intense. Yeah. So what is a crappie anyway? You have black crappies, you have white crappies, you have yellow crappies. They have a, a sheen to them that's almost like a bluish greenish color. The black crappie would be a darker crappie and then it have the specks throughout the body. Um, the fins are beautiful. Everything about the fish is just really beautiful. They are a wide fish, but they're more of a flat pan fish but they're a big, you can get them as big as a dinner plate, you know, um, as a frying pan. Like, I mean, they come really big. Uh, I, a typical crappie you're going to catch on an average day is going to range between seven inches and 12 inches. I would say the biggest crappie that I caught was uh, 17 inches, which was out of Beaver Down. And a lot of people leave Wisconsin to go to other states to catch crappies that size and we have them right here at home so um, they have a, a really soft mouth um, so you have to be careful when you're bringing that fish in like a bass you can just kind of hoist it in just real fast reel it in with the crappie you have to take your time because their mouth is almost like tissue you know so if you pull too hard you would just lose the fish, you know, so, um, but they are, they're very uh, unique fish um, and there's not another one like it. <laughs> okay, this is a weird question, but how would you describe the personality of a crappie? Oh, that is not a weird question because crappies are, crappie is a very picky fish. Uh, like a bluegill, you can throw anything out there and a bluegill will it will take that bait you know a crappie i've literally seen a crappie bite something and spit it back out like it they're just such a picky fish um yeah you just have to know where they're at and they're very sneaky too so you can be fishing straight down and your line will be moving to the side so slow that with the naked eye you can barely tell that it's moving and you pull up on it and there's a huge fish on there. I mean, there's such, I mean, you can get them as big as 16, 17 inches and you won't even know that they're messing with your line because they're such a good finesse fish. They can, you know, really get that bait off of there without you knowing. So they're, they're just a really fun fish. Uh, crappies are just extremely fun. And to me, they're the base, the best tasting fish that there is in, in our inland lakes. With his experience with fishing, Darian wanted to teach kids all about it. 
the Midwest crappie hunters began to host free educational kids fishing clinics every year to teach the uh, the kids, the youth, all the benefits surrounding our ponds and lakes and rivers. Um, we host our fishing clinics at McGovern Park. We work with the fish hatchery to stock the pond for, so there's fish available for the kids to, to catch. And then um, we have periods throughout the fishing clinic where we teach kids how to, starting from tying a hook all the way to after you catch your fish, how to fillet and properly, you know, uh, eat the fish. They also go over safety tips and protocols for fishing. But we, we cover a lot within, within our clinics. And um, also we find that there's a lot of adults that are learning in these, these kids' fishing clinics as well. So Darian is obviously pretty well-traveled in Wisconsin. He told us about taking fishing trips up north and to a lot of other lakes and rivers throughout the state. And we even talked about his trips to the lake that I grew up on in south-central Wisconsin, Lake Koshkonong. But in terms of fishing in his hometown of Milwaukee, it's kind of limited. You know, we have Lake Michigan, but we don't have the inner lakes, like how you have Beaver Dam, Fox Lake, and um, all these different lakes that are throughout Wisconsin. And I think that having kids introduced to these different lakes, these different areas of uh, Wisconsin, I think it will give them a, a vision of what we have to offer and kind of think outside the box, you know, and, and that's really the purpose. When a lot of the kids that come to these fishing clinics have never held a fishing pole. And now f over these last couple of years, we actually have parents that are contacting us, asking us when we're gonna host more clinics. And when you're dealing with the inner city youth, there is limitations on vehicles and just being able to get out to some of these farther places. Typically, it seems like that's kind of the, the issue is the transportation, getting out to uh, Montello or Princeton, Wisconsin, or, you know, Baraboo or some of these places that just have just gorgeous Wisconsin land that you can see and great fishing. Um, so I think that is probably one of the biggest issues. Although fishing can just be a fun hobby, Darian also emphasizes how fishing can help with mental health. So not only is it giving the kids something to do and taking the tablets out of their hands, but it also creates family time, which I think is uh, really important, you know, for families to bond. Um, I, I, you're at a restaurant, you know, the whole family is, everybody's looking at their phone, you know? And so we're just trying to get back kind of to the older ways where, you know, you spend quality family time. And then also too, just, uh, I think the therapeutic side of it um, is really important too, because we live in a day and age where there's a lot of, you know, anxiety and just mental uh, health challenges that, I think that the water is like a medicine-free type of therapeutic way to help out, you know, individuals who do suffer for different type of mental challenges. Fishing doesn't just benefit kids, though. Fishing has made a difference for adults that Darian knows as well. And I personally know people that uh, suffer from like bipolar, um, anxiety, stuff of that nature. And when they're around the water, it's a nine day difference. They feel like that, you know, they, especially, and it depends. Some people don't like the boat. Some people love the boat. Um, I'm, I love the boat. I'm a big time boat fisherman. Um, I started off from the bank, uh, but once I got on a boat for the first time, which was, 
I was 17, 18 years old, I, I was hooked ever since. And I've had four boats throughout my lifetime. And um, so when you're, so my, my uh, saying is when I'm out on the water, all my stressful issues is on land. I feel like the water is kind of, you know, a safe haven and just to kind of get away. Um, but I think that just being around the water, even if you're not fishing, if you're reading a book, if you're having a picnic, if you're playing volleyball, whatever you're doing, if the water is right there, it's going to put you in a different mind state. I think just being by the water. So not necessarily having a fish, but just being around the water will help with any kind of, you know, mental issues that, that is going on. I think it's very important. With fishing, you can imagine it would be an individual sport, but it's actually one of the best ways to feel a sense of community and make friends. Uh, you meet so many different people and you just become one big network. I mean, everybody is, um, I haven't met a mad person that was fishing. I mean, everybody is such in a, a great spirit, a good mood. And, um, and a lot of people I've met that are really good friends to me right now, I've met on the fishing bank. So Darian invited us to come out to a fishing clinic, and we were super excited. After the break, Hallie goes on her first fishing trip, and we meet the Midwest crappie hunters in person. fishing trip. We drove about an hour and a half maybe to Milwaukee and when we showed up we, were, we got a bit lost because like it was kind of a hidden lake almost. Yeah we approached this park and we're like is there a lake in there? <laughs> McGovern Park. <laughs> we couldn't tell there's like a building in front of it um, but yeah we right away we approached the place and there were little signs that said like fishing clinic for free, or kids fishing clinic for free, I believe, and there were little kids running around everywhere with little fishing poles, and some of them were like little fake ones that they had to like practice, and yeah, Darian like greeted us right away and showed us around. Inside this park building, there were some stations. Hello there, how you doing? We gonna show you how to catch that fish and not let him get away. All right, got to have a secured knot first to start off with here. I'm gonna show you a simple knot that I use all the time. Um, Each I'm, station teaches the kids. Something different about fishing. Um, and then when they complete all of the stations, they'll get a certificate of completion. And then uh, once they complete it, they go outside of that uh, building. And then we have artificial fish set up outside as a game. 
and then we teach them how to cast and uh and the, the goal is is try to take the plastic piece that's on the tip of the pole and connect it with the plastic fish that's out on the grass and then connect it and, and reel it in and dragging it back and we teach them that way and then once we feel that they're comfortable enough to cast uh to be safe with it uh then we take them out by the water and then we continue to show them how to properly cast using a hook and how to properly bait your lines and just how to stay away from the edge and of the of the landing so you're not you know and close to the water and and we just fully go through with them um and then once they uh catch their fish if it's big enough we'll do a fish demonstration on how to fillet so we'll go back to a table and then the kids stand around and then we show them how to fillet and then we actually all the way through until the fish is consumed you know so we batter it up we'll fry it we'll do everything and so they can get the full experience so we went through the stations yeah i remember the first station there was a woman and she taught us about different life jackets and which one we'll specifically wear and yeah that was interesting i didn't know there were all these different kind of varieties of life jackets but there are, and then after that, we learned how to tie the tie a knot. It was actually quite a challenge. At yeah. the <laughs> tie a knot that will keep the fish on the hook, yeah, on which the is, hook. yeah, kind of complicated. It was, for sure. After that, we learned about all the different kinds of fish that are out there, and even the ones that aren't. Good luck today. I hope you catch a big one out there. Thanks, me too. And the next day... So yeah, then we went outside, and the instructors were helping the kids. Pull them in. Uh-huh, keep your eye on that barber. Oh, there you go, pull it in, pull it in, pull it in. Pull it in. Did you, oh, did you miss him? <laughs> yeah, it looked like you might have missed him. All right, let's throw him back out there. I know they trying to hide, but it's red ones, blue ones. I just been putting them on the hook for the kids. Wait, are these alive too? Yeah, all of them alive. And then, finally, we got a chance to try fishing. How are you feeling? Ready to fish? Mm-hmm. Ready to finally fish. I've watched so many people catch them at no, this point. I feel like at this point, you're experts. So first, like, putting on the worm, and then casting out into this pond with everyone else, trying to avoid smacking someone with, with your hook. I think you got smacked at some point, right? Or close <laughs> I, enough? I almost did, yeah. Um, <laughs> How would you describe what it was like to fish? There's a lot of patience within fishing because you really, you can't really do anything. It's mostly about like luck, I guess. So you just kind of have to wait and wait for a fish to like come to you and try different spots. And there's not really a specific technique is what I kind of learned. I mean. Just keep your eye on that bar. When we start to go down, that's when you're going to start to move it in. There you go, you got one. Got it? Hooked it? Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there was, there were, there were people catching fish, and so there was a lot of excitement in the air. And we asked Darian about his favorite moments that he remembers. I would say the funny moments is when a kid is, when they have a fish and it comes up and it's like the size of a 50 cent piece or something like just the smallest fish ever you know and but they're so excited and so i think that's probably some of the funnier moments you know the kids are ecstatic they're bringing in a fish and then they get it up and then it's like 
what is it <laughs> you know um and then we also we have a a first place prize for the boy and we have a first place prize for the uh for the girls so we'll do a cash prize or we'll give away fishing equipment and stuff like that you know whoever catches the biggest fish so we make it somewhat competitive and fun and um and then we also um and then we'll just give away like back to school stuff backpacks and have different things made up for the kids and stuff like that so uh it's uh, it's all fun for them i mean from the games um that is leading up to the actual fishing a lot of adults and the kids have a great time casting in the grass trying to get that fake the fake fish you know and so it's it's all fun for them the entire event is, is a lot of laughs and um and and just you can see the seriousness and the kids and and the passion that they have for that that fishing like they they love it you know and I don't see cell phones and tablets. I don't see anything out when we're doing our events. Like everybody's looking at what's going on, who's doing what, who's catching what, you know, so, yeah. So we were seeing a few people catch fish. The one kid next to us got like eight fish in a row. At least. Like he just kept reeling them in. I was um, casting out and I could tell that fish were like biting because the bobber was going down, but they weren't getting caught on my hook. That's been a, a real challenge for me. But finally, I had some luck. Oh, got a bit. Oh my god! A really good fish. Got one! Okay, looks like it just caught on his lip. So, I'm really sad that you didn't get a fish on your first ever fishing trip. Um, but do you think fishing is something that you would want to try again? Yeah, I really do. I mean, my friend loves fishing and he's always invited me, but I was like, I don't know. But now I'm not really as hesitant. I'm actually like, maybe I'll try it this summer. These clinics are a great opportunity, not just for education, but also for some downtime and meeting people who enjoy the same hobby as you do. So with the Midwest Crappie Hunters, what's the process for becoming a club member? Like, do people just show up? You can become a member on their website. There's a one-time $25 fee, but they often waive that. They also have merchandise like shirts and sweatshirts that you can order and support them. Going forward, Darian told us about their vision. So our vision uh, moving forward, um, given that COVID is, is going to get better and everything is going to get lifted, uh, we will like to um, continue to host these fishing clinics, but we would, instead of twice a year, we would like to maybe double that at least four times a year or even more. Um, we will also like to work with schools, especially like MPS. For instance, like gym is a great uh, curricular to to, to have with, uh, with with schools, but I think that having like a, a sportsman's class, an outdoor class or something to show uh, just kids the, the same thing, you know, about fishing and, and hunting and just the outdoors. And then we also, where we want to work with not just like having like just a kids fishing clinic. I mean, we want to work with veterans. We want to work with, you know, have like mental awareness months for fishing and just different things that we would like to incorporate and not so much just target the the kids because even though that is very important because they're our future there are still a lot of adults 
that can benefit from this as well. You can find Midwest Crappie Hunters at MidwestCrappieHunters.com. The Water We Swim In is produced by Bonnie Willison and Hallie Jama. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with a friend. You can find Wisconsin Sea Grant at seagrant.wisc.edu. You can find the Wisconsin Water Resources Institute at wri.wisc.edu. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.